Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our New Year's special. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $8.99, plus special financing, only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. What's up? It's Sierra, new member and ambassador for WW Weight Watchers Reimagined. Since joining, I feel healthier and more confident than ever. The new MyWW Plus, our most holistic program ever, gives you more of what you need to lose weight, like tools to help boost your mindset, get you moving, and plan meals based on what you have on hand. Plus, over 300 zero-point foods you don't have to track. The new MyWW Plus, more holistic, more personalized, more weight loss. Join today with a limited time offer at WW.com. Welcome to Adulting Like a Mother Father. We're your hosts, Daniela Monet and Andrew Gardner. Let's get into it. This is Adulting Like a Mother Father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. And maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be ahead of the rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Dang, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, thanks for being a guest on our show. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm flattered. You look great today, by the way. Thanks Thank for you. taking some time to come and chat with us. And mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, appreciate I put it. some effort into this outfit today. Got yeah. myself ready. I got my grandfather's sweater on, so I'm feeling good. Nice. Feeling good. Um, for anyone listening who has no idea what this bit is that we're doing, Andrew is not a guest on our show. He is our host. <laughs> yes. Back to the normal show. We have um, a really... I'm just going to say dope. Yeah, dope she's dope. guest on this week. Yeah. She is um, a sniper, a yeah. killer in the this adult is, world. This is Andrew's new terminology, yeah, these, if these, you haven't heard on my Instagram story. These aren't aggressive terms. These are just terms to describe somebody who is adulting at a very, very high level. Yeah. She is doing Excelling at adulthood. Would you like to introduce her? Sure. Um, yes. So we have Jade Nicole on the show. Um, for anyone who's not familiar, Jade is the original founder of Sugar Taco, the restaurant that I invested in. She is just, I mean, I don't know where to start. Actually, I do know where to start. I'll be honest, okay? When I first met Jade, um, it was via email. She reached out to me asking if I was interested in um, investing in an all-women's restaurant that was vegan and it definitely sparked my interest and when I did a little more research on her I was sort of taken aback because I didn't know that she had much experience in that world Uh, just based off of her Instagram she just looks like a hot (laughs) Instagram model Um, but she is so much so much more than that I just literally hit my mouth on the (laughs) mic I got so excited (laughs) she's so much more than that and I wish we would have dove into that topic because I know she has a lot to say about that I was a little scared to touch that one yeah so was I I know and I, I wanted to like share with her that I just thought like I didn't 
gather what how much depth she had and how much experience she had and what an amazing entrepreneur and businesswoman she really was Mm -hmm. based off of her Instagram. And I think it just it really touches on that whole like you can't judge a book by the cover. I mean, she is a beautiful book with a beautiful cover, (laughs) but she's so much, so much more than that. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, just a world of of perceptions, right? Yeah. Um, And you can easily make a perception that I think would be false in this case. Mm Um. Because she just she just goes so much deeper. She's she's extremely sharp, intelligent, but above anything else, I think what I've noticed mm-hmm. from afar is her work ethic is unlike anything I've seen before. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's literally the the founder of Sugar Taco, and every time that we go in there, mm-hmm. she pops up from behind the counter and and takes our order. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, it blows my mind. She's just like the full package. I mean, she really put together. Um, this whole idea, this whole concept on her own. She raised all the money herself. She's kept it afloat, you know, and and it's so successful thanks to her. And we're going to be, I guess I'll just drop this news. We're going to be opening another location very soon. Is that okay with her? (laughs) Well, sorry, Jade. I'm telling the world. Um, And she's also um, heavily involved with Veganuary. And I know last week we talked a tiny bit about Veganuary. Um, It's just people are going vegan in January. And we're just trying to move that initiative. And she is pushing that with Sugar Taco. And Sugar Taco makes it so damn easy because it's delicious. And it's, you know... It's cost-effective, yeah. too, which I think is a huge upside. What, just Sugar Taco or, or Veganuary in general? Well, I mean, it depends how you look at it, but I was saying Sugar Taco. It's not like, you know, some people have this idea that, you know, eating vegan is expensive, and to have, like, prepared food like Sugar Taco offers, and it's organic, and it's, you Oh, know, it's bomb. It's just bomb. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't really even talk I about cr- it without salivating. I crave it salivating. at this point. We go, like, once a week. We try to go at least once a week, yeah. Yeah, we were doing, like, every Friday, Sugar Taco Fridays, but, you know, with the baby, the schedule changes uh, at the drop of a, a dime. Yeah, I know. So that doesn't always happen, but it's so freaking bomb. It's so good. It's um, so cool seeing people there. Um, like last week we went and there was a group of girls and I think some of their family was there and they were all excited to see us. And they, yeah, I think you. people think... Excited to see you. No, they, people like you. No, and Gio. Oh, you yeah, and Gio. people love Gio. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm the picture taker, which <laughs> I'm fine with. I do, I do a good job. I get the feet in there, which is your <laughs> biggest pet peeve. <laughs> I hate when people take pictures and they cut your feet out. Yeah. They cut the ankle right there. Yeah. Like what's that well, about? What if you're what if you styled your outfit around your shoes? Put a PSA Not me, out. usually, but people, but know people that do. You can't do that. Yeah, I There's think no just, shoe cut off. And also, I mean if we're going to go there, you know, leave room because Instagram crops your your box. Right. You know? Right. Think about the box. I, I, I want to just bring up one thing real quick. Um, I think Sugar Taco just posted this yesterday while we're talking about it. It's on the top of my mind. They sold like 5,000 reusable glass jars mm-hmm. this year, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, their glass jars are sick. Their logo's sick, right? It's just like Mexican style skull. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, just it's a glass jar with the logo on it. They sold 5,000 of them in their first year. Not even a full year, right? Yeah, I know. Not even a full year. And just that piece alone saved like 700,000 plastic bottles so awesome. from going into the environment, which I think that's that's something like, I, I know we talked about this probably back in episode one or two. It's something I wouldn't have thought about, um, you know, five years ago. But now right. I hear that and I'm like, that's incredible. Like, that's what we should all be striving to do. Mm-hmm. I think about it more now because we have a kid. 
Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. We want to make a better world for this guy or make sure that the world even exists for him at some point. Mm-hmm. And also, like, to instill those values in him, you mm-hmm. know, for his future and his future family if he has one, you know? Yeah, it's 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 crazy. They, Sugar Taco just, I, oh gosh, I wish I could take credit for this stuff. I'm, I'm purely an investor and, you know, I weigh in on things and mm-hmm. I definitely support them with the food piece because we eat there as much as we can yeah but um but no i mean she's the brains behind just all of these amazing initiatives and she's making a huge impact and i just think we should um applaud her and hopefully applaud more people like this and give them a, a pedestal to be able to like do this more often so if you're looking to invest in companies right now i would highly recommend making sure that they have some sort of environmental um I don't know, agenda. Yeah, I just read something on Yahoo Finance this morning, actually, and I, f- I forget the guy's name. I probably sound like an idiot, but he, he runs like the um, largest money management company in the world. They, they have like $7 trillion of assets under management. Wow. And now he was talking, the whole thing was around Tesla. He's like, you should drop GM and Ford, right? And go for companies like Tesla who have an environmental um, Impact or focus. Agenda. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, and he's saying that basically that's, a piece that they're going to look at for almost every investment going forward. Wow. Which is incredible. He's like, I'm looking at it from a, um, you know, a, a capitalist because his job is to run this company that makes everybody money underneath yeah, of him. Course. But, uh, from like a, a personal standpoint, it's also important to him too, which was cool to read. That is, that is what we could be doing more of in general. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, this is going to be a really informative episode because she kind of breaks down where she sort of conceptualized this idea and how she actually laid down the foundation to create what is now a successful restaurant and hopefully many restaurants. Yeah. And she touches on her, um, her their their trip to Mexico, right? Oh, yeah. Their brainstorming trip. Yeah. Which was pretty interesting. So yeah. you want to tune <laughs> in for that one. Yeah. So let's take a quick bait. Blah. Let's take a quick break. No, we'll take a break. <laughs> we'll take a quick break. <laughs> and we'll be back with Jade. All right, everyone, sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. If you're like me, you've got stuff, lots of stuff, stuff you no longer use or maybe never used, stuff that doesn't spark joy in your life. Now that it's the new year, it's time to finally deal with it all. And I'm not talking about hiding it in the closet because we do that. (laughs) We definitely do that. I'm talking about selling it on Mercari. Listing takes just minutes. You take a few pics, add a description, and boom, your item is connected to millions of buyers on the app. Mercari even emails you a shipping label when it sells. Everything ships so there are no awkward meetups with strangers, which is great because I would be very nervous about that part. (laughs) But the app has over 500,000 reviews on the App Store with an average 4.8 star rating. So why not give it a try? So ring in the new year with less stuff in your home and more money in your pocket with Mercari. That's M-E-R-C-A-R-I. Mercari, the selling app. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Um, okay, so we are here with Jade Nicole. Jade, thanks for like so much. Thanks so much for being on our show. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. We're really excited to talk to you because I find you to be one of the more interesting females in my life. <laughs> 
Thank you. That's an amazing compliment. And I mean that. I really am so impressed by you. I've said that so many times. I don't know if I've told you personally, but I just think you're such I don't think so cuz now I'm boss feeling lady. All, like flustered. No, emotions. you are. You are such a boss lady and I think one of the reasons why we wanted to have you on the show is because we feel like you have a story that's pretty interesting and you've definitely um, created a little empire for yourself and and for you oh thank you yeah <laughs> I guess I should touch on the fact that like we're, we're business partners yeah. and um, and so yeah babe anything you want to add to that I know that we were like no I, I feel exactly the same way that you do mm-hmm. I you know I'm kind of watching from afar and I'm just really impressed with what I see um, Thanks. I feel like you know I only know you through the sugar taco relationship mm-hmm. every time we come in there you're there. She's <laughs> the hardest worker. Her. A little workaholic. We, we, yes. we sort of always leave wondering, like, does she go home? Yeah. And she probably doesn't. <laughs> you know, when I'm at home, it's so funny because we have cameras all over the restaurant. So even when I'm at my house, I'm, like, watching all the cameras. I'm, like, taking screenshots of stuff wow. and sending it to people. I'm, like, this chair is slightly out of place. And they're, like, what What are you doing? I'm, like, that's I'm amazing. watching. <laughs> that like, is always. a quality. Yeah, that's someone you want on your team for sure. I can relate to that. So I feel like we should jump in because for everyone who's not familiar with Sugar Taco, can you tell us a little bit about it? And then we'll of backtrack course. to figure out the story as to how it came to fruition. So Sugar Taco is a plant-based Mexican restaurant here in Los Angeles on Melrose Avenue. Um, it's awesome. The food is delicious. Our chef is just the best. Incredible. He's, the food that he's done is better than I ever could have imagined. Um, we are woman-owned. Mm-hmm. Um, we give back in a lot of ways. So we plant trees to offset our carbon footprint. Um, we do minimalistic packaging. We All of our packaging is biodegradable, compostable. We actually compost. We have water-saving programs. Um, we are a certified green business. We actually just won a small business sustainability award Woo-woo. in Los Angeles for being number one. So awesome. <laughs> Which is great. We've only been open five months. Oh, We beat out companies that have been open for over a decade. So uh, that felt really nice. (laughs) It's not a competition. Uh, The goal is kind of to get everyone to move their businesses towards that direction and to set a new standard of um, how we do business in this day and age in regards to the environment. So I loved winning, but I also loved just teaching everyone else how to do it as well because I, I would love it if everyone did it on the same level as us. Sure. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of us in a nutshell. Oh, my gosh. Setting quite the precedent, that's for sure. (laughs) And it's great, too, because it's a fast, casual restaurant. You walk in and you don't really expect, at least, I don't know from the average consumer, but I feel like you walk in and you don't expect to make such an impact on so many levels. You know, it's such a mindful environment. and. That really has its own trickle effect. Yeah, that's one of our uh, things we're working on, too, is just to get the average person that might not think about a plant-based diet or might not think about the environment to come in just to have delicious Mexican food that's affordable and accessible, um, and then to learn about all the good that they're doing just from switching up one meal, all the water they save, the forests they're saving, the CO2 emissions they're saving, the, of course, an animal's the life. Animals. <laughs> and uh, And your health, you know, and just all the different aspects and um, just to make them mindful of, of how we do business. And we do it in, in little, you know, fun ways of signs of teaching people. We're like, napkins are trees. Like, be mindful. Because sometimes people just, like, grab a whole stack of napkins and they don't even use it. Mm-hmm. And so we're trying to teach people 
just in your daily life to like think about the little things you do because you think, oh, that doesn't make a huge impact. But imagine that. 8 billion people over. It mm-hmm. makes a humongous impact. Um, every little tiny thing that we do makes a difference. And so we're trying to also use Sugar Taco as a tool to teach people how to make small, easy changes in their everyday life. I love that. <clears throat> so cool. Here's sort of a, a random question around that. You guys are doing things, you're focusing on, on being environmentally conscious, right? In, yes. in basically everything that you do. Is there any part of that that you find makes it challenging to do business? Um, yeah, it's really challenging because, um, the world is not there yet. So when we're looking for packaging options or we're looking for different ways to, to run things or do things or get solar panels on our roof, for example, um, people are just not there yet. So it's very difficult and you have to do 10 times the amount of work, um, and research to really find these companies that are doing good things. Um, and then it's more expensive. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> So all of right? our packaging is is far more expensive um, than a counterpart of just doing styrofoam or plastic bags, Mm -hmm. um, which is a fraction of the price. Um, But for me, and I I tell everyone this, and of course our investors this, is that it is an investment, but it is a good investment because I feel like people nowadays don't want those things. So even though they're more expensive, people are more likely to frequent your restaurant because you have those items. Um, for me, if I ever order, order on Postmates from like a new spot and it comes in styrofoam or with a plastic bag, I won't order from there wow. again. Or I'll call them and ask them, like, do you have an alternative packaging? Sure. <laughs> because I just, like, it happens. I'm not perfect <laughs> by any means. Mm-hmm. Um but I will definitely not frequent restaurants that use um, packaging like that because I don't want to be contributing. So um, even though it is more expensive and it is a lot more work, uh, it's definitely worth it. And I think that's great for listeners. We have so much power as consumers. So much. So much People power. don't even realize. They always think, oh, I'm one person, so it doesn't matter. Oh, right. It's, it's right. happening anyways. I've heard that so many times. I know. It's happening anyways, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Like, oh, the animals are already being killed. Or, oh, they already bought the bags. Or they... And I'm like, that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> it's not supply and demand. It's demand and supply if you demand something they'll make it if you don't they will not make it anymore it's taught backwards your whole entire life or understood backwards at least i love that i've always said supply and demand but you're so right it is demand and supply if you demand something yes they will supply supply it it. so even just simple little uh little tricks like that like making that call and asking what do you send your takeout mm-hmm. food in? And making them aware of it. They may have never been asked that question. 100%. But if you ask it and then I ask it two days later, someone else says something about it or makes a comment, that creates, you know, a difference. Yeah, 100%. definitely the lights start going off. Sure. As a yeah, business, right? People yeah. don't know. It's true. And then sometimes they'll start to know but think like, whatever, no one's complaining. It's not a problem. Um, I did drive like two hours to try this new vegan restaurant nice. the other day. And then I got there and they served all of their food in to-go containers, even what? if you're eating there. Wow. They had no recycling oh uh, or goodness. compost in the venue. All of their forks and drink cups, everything was plastic. Their straw, like it was just the worst of the worst that you cost, could have possibly imagined. And um, it was too late to do anything. I was there. Yeah. I was eating the food. It was it was already happening. But I left and I went on Yelp and I left a review saying like this food was amazing and the prices are awesome. But I'll never go back because I can't. Yeah. Like I took all of my things home so and recycled them I and reused I've them. I've been that person. We've both been those people many yeah. of times. Um, yeah. 
And so, and they actually wrote back and were like very uh, like thankful that I said something, and cool. basically said they'd never even thought of it before, and that they were looking into um, the recycling program and better ways to do it. And that's just me- one person. Yep. yep. So I always encourage everyone to speak up. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you, especially local restaurants, even grocery stores, if you constantly are asking for vegan options and they know you're going to buy it, they'll get it. Like yep. their goal is to make money. So if you're telling them like, hey, if you have this. I will buy it. They'll get it. So, like, do not be afraid to speak up. Yeah. Do you think this is sort of random too? Do you think that's sort of? I love all the random questions. Good. (laughs) Because my mind works like that. (laughs) Do you think that that's what's happening now with like um, Carl's Jr. and Del Taco and all these places that are bringing it? Okay. They're seeing the success, obviously, in other businesses that are doing it. Just takes one giant company to put it out there and then be like, okay, we sold out in four hours. Like, obviously, there is a huge demand. And so they're meeting it and they're knowing that they can't survive in this type of atmosphere anymore without adjusting. You know, it's not 1980 anymore. Mm -hmm. We know meat causes cancer. Does that mean people are still going to eat meat? Of course, just like people still smoke cigarettes. Exactly. But a, a huge amount of the population now wants alternatives. So they're being forced, basically. Uh, to carry all these vegan options now. And I think it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. I yeah. actually want to go back just a little bit. You were talking about, you know, you go into this new restaurant and thinking about the way they do things. I think that we've put a major focus um, on doing those sorts of things in our life, especially recently, where yeah. we're thinking about every little thing that we do and the impact that it has on the environment mm-hmm. and that's you know 10 years ago not something i thought about at all for sure right? me it's, neither it's become not even a, for mm-hmm. a second what mm-hmm. i think about having a straw a reusable mm-hmm. cup no. like i just did whatever right. like what everyone else is doing i never give it a second thought and um we're really lucky now i feel like to be in los angeles and we're at the forefront of all of this new information but the rest of the world and even the rest of the united states is like not there yet Mm -hmm. and that's why it's really important especially for people like you guys who have this amazing platform to educate people on it and i'm not we don't shame people on it because like i said i had no idea before um it's all about educating and giving people like little ways that they can in their everyday life and it's not just like at sugar taco we do all that like our biggest thing you guys can't see but as our sugar taco jar which Mm -hmm. i have here with me everyone loves and you can get one online you have to just go to sugartaco.com there's this cute store you could buy really cute stuff on there yeah and our jar is one of our biggest initiatives so every large drink that someone buys it comes with a free reusable jar all of our water bottles come in our jar and we actually encourage people to take them home and to use them in their everyday life to replace single-use plastics um i don't even think i've told you this yet but i looked the other day and we've uh done over five thousand of these jars already wow so there are five thousand sugar taco jars (laughs) just out there in the world like all over i know i know right we have a portion of those no no i I saw that um they were used in the bulk supply market the other day someone was like filling up their jar with like lentils and i thought that was so cool Mm -hmm. yeah they use them we have a couple of people that post that they put plants in them love that like they're just getting used for everything which is kind of their purpose like they're big enough to be used for so many things and it was one of the uh biggest initial investments that i made as far as like packaging or or products and i am a huge believer in it i obviously my coffee is in it today i put smoothies in it i put juice yeah. in it i store pasta in it at my house like <laughs> wow i i love it and so um it's all about taking things home and these people are realizing like oh my god 
I've replaced, you know, 20 bottles right. with one jar. And it does trickle down into other parts of their life of thinking, like, what else can I reuse? Mm-hmm. What else can I, like, repurpose, which is uh, super, super important. Recycling is fantastic, but it just doesn't solve the problem. Right. So I'm always telling people to try to repurpose sure. and reuse, donate, you know, hand off. Like, all of my clothes either go to my mom, my sisters, my, or I donate. Like, I try to throw nothing in the trash. It's very oh, difficult. Oh, no, I understand. But... We understand. Even throwing, I mean, we have a hard time throwing things away. We look at things online like, can we recycle this? Like, where can we recycle this? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... there's all kinds of things that um, just by a quick Google search, you can realize that you really can make a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to making that big investment on the jars, yeah, I want to understand the mindset that you were in when sure. conceiving the idea of Sugar Taco. I know that there was a lot of expenses and different things that went into, you know, making really big decisions similar to just this marketing tool that is so efficient and people really love for people listening that are looking at opening their own business or, you know, small or big, where was your head at and how did you really conceive and conquer this idea so well? Oh, that's a loaded question. I know it's a, a loaded lot of question. Things. So yeah. where was time. my head at? <laughs> my head was at, I wanted to make a difference in the world. That was my very first step. Um, my second was, uh, this is something food, obviously I've done restaurants in the past, something I'm very passionate about. Um, I honestly think it is uh, the root of uh, how we can save the planet, really. Mm-hmm. It sounds like so dramatic, but it is the reality that we live in now. Um, and it's the one thing that everyone can kind of very easily do on their own. When people are like, oh, tackle the fossil fuel industry, no one knows how to do that. Sure. No one understands what to do to do that. And people love to just blame companies and blame other people. Food is kind of something that you can take a hold of and you can do yourself. So that was kind of my step. Um, I wanted to make vegan food accessible to people at a price point where you could eat it because another complaint about vegan food is it's too expensive which is a misconception it can be if you're buying you know super fancy artisanal whatever but so is non-vegan food um so that was step one um step two was that i uh, wanted to have a women-run business um every other business that i have been in and i've done six previous uh companies before this um have been all men Mm -hmm. (laughs) i've been the only female investor and or operator within the company um even my first one that i invested in that wasn't a company that i kind of created myself um, they actually came to me and asked if I could introduce them to my boyfriend at the time. To oh, invest. gosh. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, well, what about me? Like, wow. just skipped right over me to go to yeah. my boyfriend. And at the time, um, I had a ton of money saved up. Yeah, you probably offered more value in so many ways. And, yeah, and I was doing so much stuff. It just it fit really perfectly. And so I had to, like, fight my way in yeah. just to invest in this company, which is crazy. Um, and I found myself doing all the work for this company. So I was like, why am I doing – why am I building this company? I'm visiting the construction site. I'm mm-hmm. going over design plans um, all for someone else's like right. ownership. Right. And so I did a really stupid thing and I invested a quarter of a million dollars, which oh was goodness. all of my savings wow. <laughs> into this company. And I was just like, because I wanted to be taken seriously. I was 24. Wow. Definitely not the smartest move, but you have to, you know, take risks to, to learn things. And so... 
I put all my money in this company. I really believed in it. Um, it was a nightclub. Okay. Crazy. It was 24. Oh, my God. So much fun. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> and it was a blast. Actually, it was a really successful company. Um, just like that when I was there every single solitary day that we were open. Um, and it's a lot of hard work. But um, what I learned from that, working with literally a full male team, and most of them were also older than me, that none of them wanted to be told what to do by a girl. Mm. And I was uh, almost all of their bosses. <laughs> right. Because not only was I an owner, but I was also, you know, part of the operations team and the floor manager and, um, like, head of VIP. And, like, I, I ran and operated everything from the music to the lighting, just how everything kind of came together. And um, if there was a problem and I solved it and they didn't like it, then it was like they were, we had a problem. What, and they were very upset. Was that because it wasn't their idea? Partially, of course. Um, One of the things, too, is, you know, when you come up with an idea, you'll know this as a woman, you probably will have never experienced this as a man, but you'll come up with this amazing idea. You'll be like, oh, my God, we should partner with this and do a fundraiser for this art event and do live art. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. And then two weeks later, you'll be at a conference meeting and they'll stand up and be like, Mm -hmm. I have this amazing idea. And everyone's like, oh, my gosh, Mm -hmm. applause. You're so brilliant. And you're like, that was my idea. And you scuffed it off like, eh, whatever, that's kind of stupid and that happens over and Mm -hmm. over and Mm -hmm. over and over again and so I went into you know my next business and more nightclubs we did a couple nightclubs a couple restaurants and I was with you know male investors male partners and uh I feel and don't take this as I hate men I do not hate men Um, and not all men are like this and people always are like oh you did a women company you hate men I'm like no I just love working with women yeah there's a difference there's a difference between not liking men and 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 just loving to work with women exactly so uh we went into this company and we found that uh I say we, but I, because I was the only woman. I always pluralize, like, there's a team with me. But it was only me at that point. You um, feel like a team. You, yeah. You operate as I a team. I have people behind me yes, supporting me all the power. time. So uh, I felt like the, they were always making um, decisions that were ego-driven, mm-hmm. like spending money on just things that were stupid. Like, like no return. Yeah, like, yeah, no return on investment and just, like, oh, like, puffing their chest uh, or yeah, looking yeah, cool yeah. or, you know, spending money on this type of tile because it would get you a photo in this type of magazine. Mm-hmm. It's just... And for me, that's not what it's about. Like, it's about making a difference. It's about making your investors money. It's about running a successful company, not about, like, looking cool. Um, And so um, that combined with the fact that I had become vegan in the middle of all of this. And the more you are vegan, as anyone that's vegan knows, you learn stuff every day. And the heavier you're into it, the more you can't support Mm -hmm. companies that aren't. So um, I was able to do full vegan menus at these restaurants and kind of work a little bit on local sourcing, but I wasn't able to do all I wanted. And I was the head of marketing, and I could no longer advertise like oh come mm. in and get a chicken burrito because yep. i was like no don't do that you'll die <laughs> like, <laughs> i just couldn't like knowingly do this so i kind of just one day was like you know what i have to leave like i can't be in this partnership um i, I can't support this type of business i have to go i have to do my own thing and that's where Sugar Taco was born. I literally called my friend Brittany and I was like, I have this idea for this restaurant. It's kind of a lot, but do you want to do it with me? And she was like, okay, cool. <laughs> Amazing. And that's literally how it started. Um, From start to finish, I'm just curious because I, I met you when you were raising money. Um, yeah. But prior to that, when when did this all sort of 
start? <laughs> it's been so long. So the first kind of idea of Sugar Taco, um, of this doing a plant-based Mexican, was actually I wanted to do it as a food truck outside my nightclub in 2000, whatever it was, 13. Okay. Was so wow. long ago. Gotcha. Um, and then I got kind of put on the back burner with everything else that was going on. Um, but this version of it, we did one full year of market research, which meant I quit my job. I traveled around Mexico, all around America, went to every food fest, vegan fest, every restaurant. Like, no one has eaten more Mexican food (laughs) than I have because I am a perfectionist and I wanted to make sure that our food was authentic and I wanted to make sure that it was the best. And we were also, like, hunting for our team and hunting Mm -hmm. for our chef. Um, And I wanted to make sure it was a viable business, that there was a demand for this uh, where we were and that it was going to do well. Um, And that was the first part. And then uh, I actually had two male investors that had always been like, if you ever do a business, call me up. I will give you all the money. Like, I believe in you. I'm ready to invest. And so I told Brittany, I was like, we have the investors. No problem. Like, all good. We're all done. Like, let's go ahead and, like, find our location. And I, I had a conversation with one of them one day, and I honestly can't even remember what it was. But I got off the phone, and I hung up, and I called Brittany, and I was like, I don't want to take any of their money. Wow. She was Why? like, what? And I was like, I want to have all women investors. Wow. Like, I want to give women like myself that have maybe never been asked to invest, never been offered ownership in a company, and I want them to have the opportunity, if they're able to, to invest and to come on board and to help build the company with us. Was and there um – Sorry to interrupt. No, you go. Was there something that they did at the time, or was that just where your heart was taking you? Honestly, I feel, and I wish I could remember the specifics. Um, but sometimes when you're talking to men, even men that you're friends with or that you like, that like I'm air quoting respect you, mm-hmm. they'll still say kind of condescending sure. things yeah. like, oh, you know, for a woman, you're right. very well spoken or like, you know, I don't normally work with women, but you seem to really have your act together. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's just so, those little, yes, comments like, that yeah. will get you under the skin and make you feel it's like... It's like a backsided yes. compliment. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and so it was just one of those comments where I was like, what am I doing? I'm just p- literally left one company where I, I felt, you know, that I, I was the only woman and wanted to be around more women and that I had all male investors. And I'm just throwing myself into my own company right. where I'm having all male investors again. And it was, it kind of set the same tone. And I was like, do I really want to have these people as my partner? partners um and they didn't really give uh, uh, can i yeah. swear <laughs> i mean sure we'll leave it out if we have to they don't yeah, yeah I'll, of course. I'll use yeah <laughs> yeah you can they swear. don't really care about about the planet they don't care about saving right. animals yeah. they just wanted, it was a financial it was move a financial move and and i needed people who were passionate yeah. about what i was doing and wanted to make money like mm-hmm. it has to be both mm-hmm. and um so I was just like, nope, let's, we're starting from scratch. And um, she had, of course, never done a raise before. If you've ever done a raise for a company, it is the most grueling, Ugh. most intense part of doing a business. That's it the is, piece that I'm really interested in. I want to pick your brain on yeah, that. Yeah, it's my least favorite part. I've sat through so many of them because um, every single company that we had done prior to, um, I would I wasn't doing the pitches myself, but I was sitting in on every single one and like listening and, and learning and um and yeah, so then I was like, well, here we go. Now I'm going to be doing it myself. And we started building our deck and started going through the numbers, which is really my expertise. I love numbers. I'm I love like that you trained. said that, by the way, because we've talked about this before. And you you really do love that process. I do. <laughs> I, I mean, that I remember when you were doing the menu. Great. 
Yeah. It was like everything came down to the very like scent, and I just oh, I so, have so many spreadsheets. It's like incredible. My this is that's how Android, so by the way. We just went and got taking this off topic for just a quick second, but please do. We just went and got a family car. This guy did the biggest cost analysis spreadsheet. <laughs> I mean, it's it was like fun. two days worth of work. Yeah, I love it. I'll literally, like, when I was doing the sugar taco calculations, um, I, it took me about a week. And I, because I'm, like I said, a perfectionist and I want to be as accurate as possible. But I love it. I, like, didn't sleep. I just was, like, probably wore the same clothes for, like, three straight days at a time. Like, oh just, like, gosh. crunching numbers, ordering food <laughs> yep, in. Yep. That sounds um, what it's like when you're a parent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so this, this is, is your baby. Yeah, I'm, like, basically, yeah. Sugar so. Togo is your baby. <laughs> All right, everyone, sit tight, and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother-father. All right, guys, so we all want to do the right thing to keep our bodies healthy. I know I do. I work really hard at that. Um, But even if we're trying really hard to eat the kale salads and drink the green smoothies, we're still most likely not getting all of the essential nutrients we need on a daily basis. Enter Ritual. Ritual is a vitamin company that I've actually taken myself. I found them first when I became pregnant. I was looking for a good prenatal vitamin, but now they have this vitamin for women. Um, The vitamin is called Ritual Essentials, and it's a multivitamin completely reimagined. They've got everything from like D3 to omega 3s, um, and it just it helps women fill in the gaps in their diet. They also have this no nausea design capsule, which is like gentle on your empty stomach and they threw in a mint tab in every bottle to keep things really fresh so you don't get that like fishy aftertaste that's common with most omega-3s and ritual is just traceable and transparent Um, they're created by women so they get it Um, obviously they're vegan they're sugar-free non-gmo gluten-free and allergen-free so that's a win and it all comes to your door for about a dollar a day Better health doesn't happen overnight, and right now Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essentials for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com slash adulting to start Ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash adulting. From A&E, the creators of Cold Case Files comes your next true crime podcast obsessions. PD Stories. Every week, law enforcement professionals join host Tom Morris Jr. from America's Most Wanted and Live PD to share their experiences, insights, and perspective on policing. You are not going to want to miss this show. Be sure to subscribe on Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcast apps so you can get new episodes every week. And now back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. Um, but yeah, so we started crunching the numbers and then I just started making a list. Okay, like who in a perfect world would I have invest out of people that I know, people that I know they know. I didn't want to go to strangers because um, you never know what you're going to get. Um, and those people are your partners. Like you're sure. stuck with them. Like you have to work with them. You have to talk to them all the time. Uh, you have to get along with them. And so we made like a list of, okay, here are the people we want. Like let's see what happens. And the first um, – investor we got was actually tina who you know tina louise and um we didn't even ask her to invest we were talking about the business in front of her and she was like what is this it sounds amazing because we weren't at the stage of investors yet i didn't even have a bank account wow and she was like i'm in and i was like don't you want to look it and she's like nope i know you you're a hard worker i i trust whatever you're doing and i want in like right now she wrote me a check like wow. right off the bat. 
And I was like, I literally don't have a bank account. So I had to go open a bank account just to put her check in. Um, and that kind of gave, you know, a little boost of, of confidence sure, for us. Yeah. We were like, oh, damn, that's so easy. <laughs> and then uh, it really was not that easy um, after but that. But what a great start. I mean, yeah. to just realize that you had something and that people really do stand behind you and really nothing's changed. <laughs> it's gotten easier. It's gotten actually, easier. Thank goodness. <laughs> I mean, you have so much. The proof is in the sugar taco. Okay, <laughs> it really is. It's so thank impressive. You. You've come such a long way, and I'm thank like you. so excited to be on this journey with you. We're so excited to have you. Aww. I remember when I added you to our list, Aww. and I didn't. I had never met you before. No, we had never met. But uh, I think I found you on like a Mercy for Animals yes. event or some event that we I were had at gone the to. Um, vegan prom together but we had never met or uh, chatted at the event and then shortly after that I had gotten an email with you uh, from you and then I think I saw like a post of you there and I was like perfect oh my gosh (laughs) I'm just so glad it all worked out because her email your pitch it was so I mean I just was so excited and I and I you know a lot of people say as an investor you know and I had just invested in a company a couple years prior to but what I learned from that investment was a couple things, and some people just say that it's very tricky to invest in restaurants. Very. So when I got your email, I was a little on the fence about it, and I went back and forth. I know you know this because we talked a lot, but it was it was like a shoot. It was a whole shoe in for me. Yeah, I was and I so tell excited. people every single person that invests because restaurants are for sure one of the hardest could be potentially stupidest things that you could invest in. Um, I think what made Sugar Taco different and why I felt so confident was because it's not just a restaurant. Um, it's so much more than that, like we talked about before, of just how it, it's a passion of, of also educating and providing a service. Um, plus, I did so much <laughs> research on yeah. everything and kind of made, like, false saves for everything that it's I thought could potentially go wrong. Um, but it is – it's definitely risky, and I think the reason why restaurant businesses are so risky is because people with absolutely no restaurant experience will open restaurants. Right. Because they love food. Of course. And and I talk to people all the time that want to open restaurants. And I'm like, oh, what do you do? And they're like, oh, I'm a makeup artist. Yeah. Oh, I'm an accountant. And I'm like, please, dear Lord, do not open a <laughs> right, restaurant. Right. Like, even myself, like, we had done three restaurants and three nightclubs um, prior to that. And I had been involved in other aspects of the industry for a really long time. You know, I took hotel resort management in school. Um, it's something that I thankfully was naturally good at. And I still don't think until this point I was even ready to do my own. There is like a thousand different things that you would never think of as a person um, with no restaurant experience that you have to take into account and that you have to do. And so that's why so many of them fail. Because people just do it. Just like if I was like, okay, I've been in hospitality for nine years, but I'm going to go open a daycare center. Right, right. Like, of course it's going to fail because I don't know what the heck I'm doing. That's not my expertise. Step one. I I don't know anything. Like, it's just... I always tell people, I'm like, stay in your brand. Sure. (laughs) Whatever you're good at, whenever you're passionate, and make make sure that you have the experience to back it up. Don't jump to step 20. Like, start at step one. Like, you need to know how to do every single solitary job in your restaurant, basically. Um, Or business, I should Mm -hmm, say. mm -hmm. Any business before you open it. You can't rely on other people to do your work for you or to know what you're doing. And if you do, you're going to get it taken advantage of, and your business is not going to be successful. So um, that they give restaurants a, a you know a bad name just because right. so many people open so many of them yep. all the time. Um, 
It's kind of like and people so saying, fun. I want to start a, a clothing brand or whatever. Right. There's a Another million people very, doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Complex Ex- industry. But I think the takeaway is, is that any industry you're trying to jump into, what I've gathered is that you really do have to invest your whole heart into it. Yeah. Do the research. Take that time to educate yourself. And also like what you did, you shadowed a lot of people in that industry. You mm-hmm. worked in it in all different facets. And at that point, you know, when you go into it on your own, you've at least experienced different like trials and tribulations along the way. And you can kind exactly. of like, you know, things that have gone terribly wrong. You can avoid them. Yeah, exactly. You know, like structures of companies that have been set that have not worked out and cost you extreme amounts of, of money. Course. And you can avoid all of those things, which yeah. is really important. Um, and yeah, like you said, any even podcasts. Like, yeah. here we are, we're recording a podcast. Everyone seems to be doing a podcast right mm-hmm. now. Your podcast will be successful because you believe in it. It yeah. will yep. be because you have guests that you know that you want to share insights. It will be because you put the work in. You can't just show up to your podcast and record right. it and walk away, and All it's right. just like any business. You have to put those hours in, and people think like, oh, yeah, I get up, I work for two or three hours right. in my business, then I go about my day. That's absolutely not how it works if you want your company to be successful. That's you adulting. That's really the the essence of adulting. There's no phoning in, you know, being an adult. You have to be in it. You have to be coherent enough to understand, like, you know, the ins and outs of of success or else, you know, you won't succeed, unfortunately. And you have to put the work in. No one's going to do it for you. I feel like when I was was young and I was a kid and I was, like, in school, you have your parents. You go home. A lot of people like, ugh, I'm tired. How do I do this? My mom would, like, write a whole essay for me. I'd be like, brilliant, amazing. (laughs) Like, now, no, there's no fallback. Like, you are your person. You're an adult. You're responsible for every single decision you make. And you have to take responsibility for everything. You can't, you know, blame it on someone else. You have to put in the... The grunt work and the sleepless nights and the work that you feel like you wish you didn't have to do. <laughs> but the payoff is what we're in this for. Of and course. I think that's what we're learning as well, you and, know, yeah. in this new phase of life. We know that things aren't going to be easy, but it's really all about, like, the outcome. And Yeah, absolutely. And in, in terms of payoff, would you call that just a financial payoff or is there more to it for you? Honestly, way more. Yeah. Because uh, one thing that I do in all my companies, like this company, I don't pay myself a salary. Um, and I worked building the company for two years, yeah. and I paid myself zero dollars. So for sure, it's not for financial. <laughs> Although the end goal is for sure to have financial freedom, yeah. um, you have to know when starting a business that that doesn't come right away. That mm-hmm. doesn't come until the very, very end of all of your work. Um, so yes, of course, like one gauge of having a successful business is that it is worth money and that you are financially stable. Um, but I always like to create businesses that, you know, make you feel successful. Like on day one of opening Sugar Taco, yeah. I felt successful. Yeah. Oh, and amazing. you should have Every- because there was a line <laughs> out the door. Yeah. And there has been ever since. And honestly, every single time that we have a customer that comes in that goes, oh my God, like I I eat meat and I would have never thought to eat vegan and this food is so good like it makes me feel so happy like I feel like every single customer to me is so important yeah. and um, so having a business where you're not re- relying on only a financial outcome um, I think is like the best thing that you can do because if you're just focused on money 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 the whole time um then it's not as likely that you're going to be successful and while you're working on it you're going to 
feel like garbage. Like yeah. you're not going to feel fulfilled. You're not going to feel happy. You're going to feel stressed out where you're only looking at the bottom line all the time. And for us, you know, we were really lucky our first couple months, like we turned a profit, which is almost yeah, insane. It like never happens. Um, but even on days, if we have a slow day, you know, there are still amazing things that happen and amazing mm-hmm. connections that we have and things that we learn and things we do that makes me feel like we're really making a difference and makes me feel, you know, happy and fulfilled and successful. And I think that's really important when you're choosing what you're going to put your literally blood, sweat, and yeah. tears yeah, into. Yeah, absolutely important. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so here's so something good. that I'm interested in. I think the listeners would be, too, because there's probably a lot of people in a similar phase of life that may want to do something similar to what you've done. Not necessarily saying it's a restaurant or whatever, but they want to take that chance, right? They want to take yeah. the risk. Um, it sounds like business is 100% of your life at this point, <laughs> right? But surely you yes. have a life outside of business. What's the reality in terms of... Work-life what? balance? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're getting at? Because I don't think there really is one for her right now. So, uh, yeah. So it's really hard. Um, I don't think... I think that if you're really into uh, building a business, at least for the first couple years, your business is 90% for sure. Sure. Um, if you're doing it successfully and you're, you're really putting your, your mind to it, um, can you do 50% business and still go out and hang with your friends and go, of course you can. It will just go slower. Sure. So it just depends on like the trajectory you're on and how fast you want your business to be successful or how fast you want to build your business. Um, right now, for sure, no private life whatsoever. <laughs> Well, then, in that case, we are that much more lucky to have you right now. And I can't thank you enough for even taking the time to to stop by and chat with us. It's meant a lot. And I think for listeners, you've really educated us on so much when it comes to building a business and a successful one. So for everyone listening... This is sorry. I'm about to like. <laughs> there's phlegm in my <laughs> I got you. I feel like she was gonna say. Oh my gosh! I've been wanting to do that for the last like 45 minutes. Okay. I love it. <laughs> it's real. This is real life. Daniela. No, it is yeah. so. It, this is purely adulting. This is yeah. This is sleep deprivation. Mm-hmm. Trying to beat cold and flu season. Um, not succeeding at that. And I've never actually been like sick in this season it's really throwing me yeah well you're a mom now so oh, you've got different issues oh to my deal gosh <laughs> give me a break everyone where i was getting with all of that before i almost <laughs> lost my lung is um thank you because this is this is me this means a lot to us and i want everyone who's listening to not only follow you on instagram so please shout your instagram out and whatever else that you want to to promote sure but, um but also go by the restaurant check out the website mm-hmm. you cater I should yeah. say we we cater. <laughs> yeah. um, you could buy really cool stuff on the store and just yeah. support this bigger this bigger cause. So let us uh, sure. let everyone know where they yeah. can find you and follow along. So you can follow me on Instagram. It's Jade Nicole J A Y D E N I C O L E. Um, and of course, Sugar Taco is just at Sugar Taco on Instagram. It's SugarTaco.com. Um, we do events. We do catering. We've done so many cool, amazing collaborations with companies when it amazing. comes to catering. Yeah, um, and we've got tons coming. Coming up, uh, book your birthday with us. We do really fun birthdays. We just started actually baking our own vegan birthday cakes, and they're unreal. Love oh my it. gosh! Um, taste testing was so fun. Um, but yeah, definitely come on in. We're seven two five seven Melrose Avenue, right across from the parlor by La Brea, um, and we're open every day. 
And oh, there's a good chance if you come it. in, you'll see us there. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, we're all you'll there. You'll definitely see us there. All the time. <laughs> oh, thanks for stopping by, Jane. Of course. Go thanks for having get me. back to work. <laughs> I will. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back in a few with more adulting like a mother father. You own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. And now back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. And just like that, I'm hungrier than I was 40 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what Jade can do. She can she can make people successful businesses, and then also <laughs> she come can, come again. She can. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's a snack, is what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, I'm yeah. kidding. No, I'm just hungry. I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah. She. Uh, we said this in the beginning. We said it throughout. She's impressive. I know. I want I want people to hear her story and be inspired to to make something happen on their own because she inspires me and i feel lucky to be able to work alongside her and just like take these mental notes along the way because it gives me more confidence to not only like invest in other companies but also like create you know like she really she had this idea much like we all do right like we have these ideas that we want to save the world or create these epic like idea like businesses and she saw it through and I just like seeing people like see things come to fruition. Yeah. I just love hearing about the journey because it turns out she did, you know, she did have a lot of experience uh, in the world of restaurants and, and clubs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and she learned a lot. <laughs> yeah. What not to do. And, learned a lot. Yeah. Right. So it wasn't like it just happened overnight. I had this idea and started it next day. It was I took all all the learning from these experiences and I've had this idea for some time mm-hmm. and then boom, like I'm deciding I'm going to execute on it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not even a year later, like it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. You know, people are going into Sugar Taco every single day. I know. It's so- all over social media. Yeah, I know. She's doing her thing and they're making a big impact. I know. It's super cool. Um, I just was thinking about something because I know some of our listeners are at that age where they're trying to figure out what their future holds for them career wise. Um, But I want to just say like, you know, I don't feel like for everyone at least, like maybe there isn't just a, a clear path of like, this is what my career is. And I think we can both attest to that because- yeah, right? I, I, I would almost argue that that doesn't exist. I think you're extremely lucky if you know what you're you're set out to do from an you know an early standpoint or early age. Right. I don't think most people fall into that bucket. I think very very few. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's it's just all about the journey, right? If if you're finding that you don't like what you're doing, you don't you don't know what you want to do, or you just think that there might be other things out there for you. I ultimately like the only person that can answer what you're supposed to be doing is you. Mm-hmm. You just need to get out and try things. Yeah, I mean that was sort of the initiative I took at a young age. I mean, I know you did too. I mean, you yeah. just have like odd jobs, right? Yeah. And they don't have to be odd. I mean, you do learn from them. <laughs> like yeah. I worked at a daycare. And well, you should be able to take something from everything you do. Yeah. Otherwise, you have the wrong mindset. Look at that. Well done. Way to way to bring it home. Mm. Um, well, thanks for listening, everyone. I really feel more inspired now than ever. And I'm also hungry. Yeah. Is anyone else hungry? Because if you're in L.A., <laughs> we'll see you at Sugar Taco. If you're not in L.A., make the trip. And when you make the trip, 
Go to Sugar Taco. Yeah, totally. And um, follow Jade. She's she's a lot, and she's awesome. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father. New shows drop every Tuesday on the Direct Message Network on Podcast One.